When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the Fieldhouse Files, I'll give you an in-depth look into the Pacers' new City Edition uniforms. From concept to execution with Lauren Roa of the Team Store, who works with both Nike and the team's equipment manager. And welcome into the Fieldhouse Files, the podcast where I take you behind the scenes with the Pacers, talk to individuals on and around the team, and tell you what you need to know. Well, on the court, the Pacers are starting to find their footing after a troubling, yet really not totally unexpected, poor start. After losing six of seven, they've now won five of their last seven, and despite spending much of their time on the road, they're finding that success. That's currently where they are, on the road, away from Indianapolis, part of a stretch of 11 straight games in a different city, so they can never really unpack and truly settle in. At the moment, T.J. McConnell playing the best basketball of his career. Miles Turner has a look in his eye that I've never seen before. And how about the play of Keelan Martin? Not just producing, but has earned a spot in the rotation. Now, before getting into my conversation with Lauren and the New Jerseys, which, by the way, go on sale beginning Monday, November 15th at 10 a.m., a reminder to make sure you've joined the community at FieldhouseFiles.com. It's the home for all of my stories and the place Pacer fans go to stay current and schooled up on what's going on with the team. And if you're not subscribed, now's a good time to change that so that you can read all stories and get each one delivered directly to your inbox when it has published. Now, listeners can get 25% off for the next 12 months by going to this direct link, fieldhousefiles.substack.com slash podcast. 25% off if you sign up today. Now here's my behind-the-scenes look on the Pacers' new City Edition uniforms with Lauren Roa. All right, as promised, I'm now joined by Lauren Roa, the Senior Director of Merchandising and Retail at the Pacers and the Pacers Team Store. Lauren, good to finally talk with you for the first time, and uh, you have so much going on over there, a new Fieldhouse look, a new Team Store, and on top of that, City Edition uniforms that we'll get into here shortly. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Scott. Um, It's great to speak with you as well. You're right. Um, We have a lot of things happening over here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Uh, We recently uh, opened our newly renovated um, arena store, and that was on, um, let's see, I guess guess that was uh, like two weeks ago. (laughs) It all runs together here, yeah. It does, it does. Um, And it's a beautiful new space. It's uh, If you haven't been able to check it out, I encourage anyone to stop by. Um, It is open Monday through Saturday, um, 12 to 5. So, and it's a, it's a whole new footprint, a whole new experience, a lot of great new product. The one thing I have to ask you about is where the basketball and Boomer went. Those are two mainstays, of course, right there at the Fieldhouse. I know, I think it was over the summer, again, time runs together, that, that giant basketball was kind of removed um, and create a new space, maybe an op- open concept to maximize all that space. But um, I do miss those couple things. Any insight on where those went off? Yeah, so you're not the only one that's asked the question, and I know a lot of people really loved a lot of those, you know, really great pieces that used to be in the 
the old team store. Uh, the basketball obviously was original to the to the field house when it was built. Uh, I believe actually that basketball was installed prior to having any windows in the store. So it was such a big structure. Um, it actually is no longer with us um, and it was removed and honestly it was in pieces um, because it couldn't be out intact in um, just based on the size of it. Right. So unfortunately that, um, yeah, that is probably recycled somewhere <laughs> in all transparency. Um, and then Boomer has actually found a new place to live. He is part of the Sports Legends experience at the Children's Museum. So if you miss Boomer um, from the team store, you can you can go see him there. Yeah, and he was a- hanging upside down. It was it was just a unique concept there that was uh, very special. And I think there's this is kind of the second iterations of remodeling. I think the last ones I want to say were in 2017 or something like that. Um, that yeah, that was a bit of a refresh, I would say. And this is really a total renovation. Okay. So um, yeah, it's definitely a lot more innovative. There's a lot more light in the in the uh, actual store space. Um, you know, we're focusing on technology and experience in addition to product. I know the rest of the field house has gone cashless. Is that the same for you guys inside the team store? It is. Yep. We are also a cashless experience. Makes sense. Going along with that theme. Uh, last thing in terms of the team store, what's selling? What do people really like, whether it's these new uniforms that will be on sale soon um, or any particular player, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I've, I've told this to a couple other people, but I would say the 90s trend is alive and well. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of great brands in there that are really uh, showcasing a lot of throwback looks. So if it comes to Mitchell and Ness, um, we have a great graphic t-shirts from a brand called Homage, which is out of Ohio. Um, you know, we've got some Market Square Arena t-shirts, um, a lot of Boom Baby. So we're definitely seeing like, you know, that retro Pacers um, look coming back for sure. So that's been doing really well. Um, from a player side, you know, our, our rookie, Chris Duarte, which I don't think this will come to any surprise to, you know, everyone that's been following the team. He's been performing and playing really great. So, you know, we have definitely seen an uptick in, in his jersey sales as well. I had heard early on, like right when the season started, sold out quickly of those jerseys. I, I think since then there's been a refresh, but is that accurate? Yeah, we, we did. Um, you know, obviously people are reading all about what's happening with supply chain. So I can't tell you that I've gotten all of my orders, but (laughs) what I have gotten has sold really well. Um, and we have more coming in for sure. The Pacers are on the road for much of November, but they'll be at home for 10 of 13 games in December. And so now is the time you'll want to use to start planning ahead. Do you want to see the Lakers right before Thanksgiving on November 24th, maybe Miami December 3rd or Steph Curry and the Warriors on December 13th. Well, your first stop should be at only Indy Tickets. They have tickets for hard-to-get games when the box office is sold out, or check out only Indy Tickets for some great deals for many weeknight games. Then come back for Colts, Butler, or Fever Tickets, and for everything else going on in Indy, just punch in onlyindytickets.com and enjoy the game. Take me into you a We're little bit. About- yeah, what what brought you to the Pacers? Obviously, clearly a background in probably business and merchandise and such, but you are the one heading up not just the new designs, but that team store, which contributes great to not only marketing, but um, the image, the public, public image of this franchise. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have spent most of my career in some type of sports retail. Um, a fun fact about me is I was actually an intern in this department in the early 2000s. 
Um, so, Excellent. you know, I loved working here. I loved everything I learned, um, you know, from the, the person who formerly held my job. Um, and then I went on and I, I spent a lot of my time um, at Finish Line as a footwear buyer. Um, so I spent about eight years there. And then um, I also worked a lot with the U.S. Open and the USGA, um, managing uh, their dot-com and catalog business, which was really fantastic. And also did a little bit of work with the NCAA. So, you know, I've touched sports throughout my career. Um, and it's, you know, it's been really exciting. I, uh, I love, you know, fashion, but I also the, love the business side of what happens. And I think what's really special about what we do here is that, you know, when the game is over, you know, you've had the hot dog and the lights are off in the building, you know, my team has a really unique uh, opportunity to, you take something from my store and you take it out in, into our community and it can be a memory for you um, about experience that you've had here or with, you know, with our team. So I think that's pretty special. Um, there's, you know, quite a few teams that no longer do their retail in-house, you know, it's outsourced to a third party. So I take a lot of pride that, you know, our ownership has been really passionate about our, our retail business and really making sure that we have products that are for our consumer and for our city and for our team. You know, we are curating the assortment every season. It's not someone that's sitting in a desk, you know, states away working on the product. Like we're doing this for our fans, um, which I think is pretty cool. And a lot of teams can't say that. Yeah, that is a great point. I didn't realize that specifically with you guys. Yeah, you are seeing a lot of even some of the national brands, NFL and, and uh, you know, the Cowboys is one that comes to mind, right? Instead, they allow for that to be taken over by a company in Philly or New York, wherever. I think Fanatics, I think it is, is located. And you guys are able to curate and do it all in-house, which is really, really special. Let's get into these city uniforms. That's the primary reason I want to get you on, but I also like introducing people to people behind the scenes, and I think it is cool the fact that, like myself too, uh, I got my start with the team right there for so long. You you did as well, and many others, scouts, GMs, things like that. So you got these city edition uniforms, obviously working in conjunction with Nike. What is that relationship like in terms of the communication, the, the design elements? How much is you guys proposing it to them with an influence on what they're trying to get accomplished league-wide here with every team having a special city edition uniform this season? This is a process that I am also really passionate about. Um, it really speaks to kind of what I've done in other parts of my career. I think, you know, product is king. Um, so you really have to have the best product that speaks to your fan base. So we have a great relationship with Nike. Um, and, you know, Nike is the official on-court uh, outfitter of the NBA. So all, uh, all 30 teams work with them in some capacity. So when it comes to City Edition, you know, this is our chance to do something fun, unexpected, hyper-local, um, again, that really speaks to the fan base. So the creative process is actually very, very lengthy. Yeah. Um, I don't think people realize that. that. I personally, personally worked on. Uh, and it was with, you know, another member of my team who's super talented. Um, but we've been working on that uniform like three years ago, quite honestly. So to see it go from concept to execution is really exciting. Uh, the, what's really unique about this year's uniform is that it's a league-wide theme, uh, meaning that all 30 teams, the theme is inspired by the 75th anniversary of the league. So um, that is why it was unveiled on 11-11 by the league, because that is the day that the first uh, NBA game was played. Um, and really, I guess the other creative concept around the jersey was that, you know, it was a it's a mixtape. 
So uh, back in the day when you had a mixtape, you know, you put on all your favorite songs, yeah. and that's kind of what we did with this jersey. So we really highlighted some of our franchise's memorable moments, and it's a it's a mashup. So that's kind of how this jersey came to be. <laughs> the mixtape reminds me of like burning CDs, and a lot of some kids listening to this aren't going to realize what the heck a mixtape necessarily maybe is for that matter. But yeah, it's a nice combination, I think, of connecting previous eras while kind of updating the look and, and a fr- really a fresh take on an old, but nos- there's a lot with nostalgic. And yes. that's, I'm sure you see that in your store even beyond this and how that stuff sells very well because it connects you to a time maybe when you followed the team most, whether it's a 50-year-old and they loved the team when they were 10, 15, they remember, I don't know, the Rick Smiths era. And he was there a couple weeks ago when these jerseys were introduced. And you're able to have that touch point as well where you introduce a new jersey and have a guy like Rick Smith or Derek McKee's always courtside to not only promote but extend back to those 90s era. A hundred percent. I mean, the 90s Pacers, you know, we all have a lot of great memories of that team. Um, and there are were some very specific moments that inspired the jersey. Um, and we even had the opportunity to, you know, to pay homage to Slick yeah. um, on the jersey. So on the right above the jock tag, you'll notice his iconic phrase, boom, baby, which is a really great way to play tribute to a Pacers legend. So there's just so many of those cool discovery elements on the uniform that um, people can really get excited about. And really, it's like a, it can be a collector's piece, too. You know, this is only going to be out in the marketplace this season. We'll only wear it this year. Then it will go away. And um, then you'll have to, you know, kind of keep on your toes to see what we're going to pull out of the the box for next year yeah that is the one thing we you know going in with city edition uniforms it's one year one year only and then they move on to a a different look type thing and so i do wonder about that boom baby was that maybe in the original or second iteration of the designs or is that something added as a last touch here in the last year or so after his unfortunate death you know it was actually added before um you know we thought boom baby you know was just so iconic to this time frame and you know, some of the other moments that we had had used for inspiration, you know, the eight points in nine seconds and, you know, in 95, there were just some of these things. So it, it was actually on there from the beginning. Um, and it was, you know, just really unfortunate that, you know, Slick passed away and we all miss him so much. And this is just a really great way just to pay tribute to him. Um, I will say with that, we, we did add something. Um, and we haven't really talked about this much, but uh, there are some of the uniforms that will be limited edition. Uh, there is a premium upcharge for those, but those are individually numbered, um, and they will be individually numbered one of five twenty nine. Gotcha. Um, so those will also be coming out um, on on Monday, uh, the fifteenth of November. So. Um, that is another cool way that we wanted to pay tribute to him. And I should note 529 wins as Pacers head coach. What it, What is unique about those jerseys if people want to take a look at one of those limited edition when they're considering their purchase? So really the uniqueness is just that they are individually numbered. Sure. Um, everything else is essentially the same. Um, it will come with a special tag. So it tells a little bit more about the story and um, the product development. And then, you know, just what we were trying to do just to pay tribute to Slick. So um, it's really just the numbering and then the label. But it's it's something that is definitely going to be a collector's item. What scope of uh, number of players will be fans able to get with this jersey? Will it be just starters? Will you go beyond that? Uh, so right now we have, I believe it's five 
five players planned. Okay. Um, and that's kind of, you know, again, based unfortunately on supply chain and not being able to get more, that will be what we will roll with for the season. Um, as we look into future iterations of City Edition, we may consider um, offering personalization. You know, that's not something that we do right now with City. We are only offer offering player. But um, as this continues to grow and get momentum, we'll, we'll look at that in the future. Lauren, we've talked about supply chain a couple of times. Take people through what, what is, we all know everybody's impacted, right? Whether it's your Amazon package or something you're ordering overseas. How significant of a hit has that been for you in, in this team store? Not just these jerseys, but everything from hats on down. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely significant. Um, you know, we, I'm actually already working on purchases for next season. So purchases are done about a year in advance. Um, and, you know, who knew that all of these things are going to be happening with the coronavirus. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's been really, really difficult. So uh, it definitely does impact us. Um, and it impacts all parts of our business. Um, the good thing is, though, there are some local vendors that have given us the opportunity to chase down product. So, you know, if I can't get a certain item because of, you know, it's on a boat somewhere or, <laughs> you know, it just didn't get made, you know, I can ch chase some items down with local vendors, which is a really nice way, um, you know, to get some things locally and then to make sure that you have enough product for the fans. I know for a while you had like Logo Athletic and, and Adidas. Eddie White tells us about that stuff all the time. Is any of this made I'm sure near, nearby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we all love Eddie. Is any of this shipped nearby, created local? Uh, there is some. Yeah, there is definitely some. We do have uh, a good amount of domestic vendors, um, and we even have some that are here local. So, um, you know, the big ones, obviously, like, you know, the Nikes of the world are not, but there okay. are quite a few, and we are working more and more um, with more local vendors. That is something that is a big initiative for us as we develop lines going forward. One thing about these city edition uniforms too is on the what it be right thigh. It features kind of that old school classic logo with the hand and the ball and the P. Are you guys planning to or are already utilizing that logo in, in multiple ways? I know a lot of people that actually would like to see that become the primary logo over you know the current P or the uh, the secondary logo, for example, that's right above the uh, belt line. I guess for these shorts. Yeah, absolutely. We are selling a couple of different items in the store that do feature that logo. Uh, it's doing really well, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I'm not the person to make the decision on if it becomes the, uh, <laughs> right, the right. permanent logo, but we love like ha having it as a throwback, um, and it gives us some options. So, you know, you, it's not always the same primary logo. That's the kind of the fun thing of being able to use it and be a little bit more creative. One thing, too, that's special that they uh, previewed, I think, at one of the last home games is that there's going to be a special photo booth going on. I, I assume it's at least uh, through November home games and maybe into December where I think fans can kind of replicate the commercials to an extent. Can you detail what's going on there for fans? Yeah. So our marketing team has created an activation where it's um... – you know, it's just kind of a backdrop that you can go have your own selfie Instagram moment um, and celebrate our our mix our city edition mixtape nights. It's on the main concourse. It's uh, pretty close to when you come up the the grand staircase, and if you just go to the left, so you know it's just a cool way to say, "Hey, I was at the game," um, and and to just kind of celebrate city edition. I think you've been with the the franchise for a little bit here in this role, like four years. Is that about right? 
Um, believe it or not, this is my sixth season. Six? Oh which, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it's it's okay. gone really fast. Um, sometimes I feel like season one. Sometimes it feels like you know season ten. But you know, it's been fantastic. Uh, you know, I love being able to do what we've done. I think the merchandising team has made a lot of strides um, in our our store experience and our dot com experience, and we're just going to continue to keep pushing. So, um, and bringing the best product to our fans. Reason I ask that is each year you have to go through this whole process at least for one uniform, sometimes multiple. And one of my favorite things is learning how there's so many things fans wouldn't even think about. For instance, how you have to test the uniforms on the court for like TV purposes. And does that make sense, right? And how does it look type of thing? What has surprised you or intrigued you about just the process in which it goes to from concept, probably designing on paper on a computer to rolling out a marketing campaign as large as you guys have in the last month? Yeah, I mean, there's so many pieces to this. I think, you know, the timeline doesn't surprise me because I've been in this business long enough that, you know, we are always planning ahead and so forward thinking. Um, I think one thing that's pretty interesting in this business is there are so many details that you don't you don't realize, just like what you mentioned. Um, you know, I work with our equipment manager, Josh Connor, and we script the uniforms. So we actually go through and we work with the league and we plan out what uniform that we're going to wear on what night versus what opponent. Um, it's a really tedious process, but you know, we are thoughtful in you know, how we script the season, um, and, and what we want to wear when. So that's a pretty interesting process. Um, you know, it's just, it, there's just a lot that goes into it and it's, it's, it happens, you know, way far in advance more than what people probably <laughs> yeah. expect, but it's super exciting to see it come to life. Um, that's probably the most rewarding part and to see the fan reactions, you know, the good and the bad. Um, you learn a lot. Yeah. And fans so. can go on to lockervision.nba.com and see what Jersey and uniform and warmups the team's wearing for a game in March already. So that means you probably did it at least several months ago and working in conjunction with, with country, what kind of back and forth, decisions there's obviously a marketing standpoint a new jersey rollout i've always been curious it's probably less so nowadays but what happens if players are like hey we're we're winning in gold three state games let's keep wearing it like that's all obviously a challenge now as you have to script them out months in advance i'm sure that's a conversation that's probably that's probably had um And, uh, yeah, it's hard to make any of those changes, you know? I guess we just got to play good every night. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uniform? Is there one you lean on? If, talking about this year, it's like, let's see if we can push this or have them wear it more often than uh, another. I mean, this is probably my favorite City Edition uniform. My favorite historical Pacers uniform was really the Flojos, and this has got a lot of that DNA and, you know, I was a big Reggie fan back in the day. So, you know, the Pacers wordmark on this jersey is actually from his rookie season in 1987. So, um, you know, this is definitely my favorite based on kind of my love of the Pacers back in the day. Yeah, and there's been all kinds of fun ones. I remember the, I think in 2017, it was kind of the racing stripe. And then you had uh, the pinstripe and the grays we're not even going to discuss. But 
the rest <laughs> of them were really, really good. So th- this is a fun process for you, I'm sure. So it it is. We had a lot of fun. Um, the racing uniforms were really cool when they came out. We did some really great activations out at IMS. They're a great partner of ours. That was a lot of fun. Um, we got to go out there and see them debut and go around the racetrack. I think at least once, and that was a lot of fun with uh, Ed Carpenter and and such. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So. You know, we're going to keep it coming. Anything else, That's Lauren? You, sure. Anything else you want fans to know about these uniforms? I know they're going to go on sale here shortly um, and probably crush. I would think you probably won't be able to keep up with supply chain is my guess. Yeah, we we hope that is definitely the case. Um, you know, we encourage people to shop PacersTeamStore.com because that is also our website. So when you go to PacersTeamStore.com, you are, you are buying from us. Um, you're not, again, buying from a third party. So I would encourage everyone to shop early as possible. I know the supplies are limited, and we will do the best to get the product in your hands as soon as we can. Very well, Lauren. Thanks so much for joining me. Welcome to the podcast, and I think a lot of fans will uh, take interest in this jersey as they already have. So thank you. Thanks, Scott. Have a great day. 